Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris. And it was a weekend of rugby. So <laughs> There's a lot of rugby, wasn't there? Was there was international rugby oh, on. Yeah. There was semi-finals premiership on. rugby on. There was Super Rugby Unlocked. Yeah. The most ridiculous name of Super Rugby that we've seen so far. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? Well, you had Super Rugby Aotearoa. Yeah. Yeah. You've had the boring Super Rugby AU, and then you had Super Rugby Unlocked. Yeah, but I wonder why they've Super, gone unlocked. The thing is, Have they Super, gone into that? Super Rugby's been unlocked twice before they unlocked it. Yeah, but were they, were they false locks? <laughs> they could have been false doors. Gone, oh, oh no. Oh. And then now, they've fully unlocked at the South Africans. Big question for you, though. Is did you watch any of the South African matches? I watched a few highlights. Did you? Yeah, but then I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> and why was that, Tobes? Um, it was just it was too good for me to watch. I couldn't carry on. There was just too much rugby on, if we yes. can say that, wasn't yeah, it? This yeah, great I agree. international match on the Sunday. Plus, I was on duty mail. I was busy. Eh? You're busy as. But there was also the you know the premiership stuff that was pretty. Interesting as well. Didn't so watch any of that either. I watched all of those games. So we're going to bring those all to of you. Them. But we're going to plug first. And I'm just going to say today, Toes, the big thing that the listeners can do is retweet or reshare on the Facebook, yeah, on the Instagram. So I've been doing a little bit of, uh, you know, typing on the Facebook and I get nothing back. I don't like that. I need to communicate. So you put work in and you're not getting stuff back. Yeah. But like you, welcome with me, to my mate. world. <laughs> <laughs> have you done that printing, by the way? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, tick off sheets. Oh, tick off sheets. No, you I haven't. Not, mate. But anyway, that's work. That's <laughs> <laughs> work related. No one listening here cares nope. about doing that printing. But first up, we have breaking news. We do. First story, mate. What have <clears> you got? 
what do we have? Hang on. <laughs> what do we have? Do you want me? Would you, yeah, want me you go, go first. You go first. It's the Australian up. chief exec. Oh, He's yeah. had a little bit of a snipe. He has it, Ian Foster. Ian Foster, Foster saying, we got the better coach. They did. <laughs> I know, they did, didn't it's they? It's not a snipe, it's facts. <laughs> he ain't doing anything there. He's telling the truth. You can always trust the Aussies to oh, tell the truth, can't you? You can. But it, can. Uh, do you know what? I, I What I feared would happen on the weekend, and we are going to go into the game yeah. more, but they're right. Dave Rennie is a better coach than Ian Forster. I agree. And anyone that doubted that was taught a good lesson on the weekend. People are going to say it's a one-off. People are going to say that the All Blacks will beat them on Saturday. It doesn't matter. They might do. But they might like do. you say, it's, it's not the point. It's not the point. And we're going to go into that re- reasons why we thought the draw was unfair. <clears throat> and we'll go into that. But he's absolutely right. So what's happening at the moment, though, Tobes, is you've got two new sort of people in charge of their unions. You've got a new guy in charge of the New Zealand Rugby Union. Yeah. You've got a new guy in charge of the Australian Rugby Union. Is it a bit of boxing going on here? Absolutely. You know? 100%. <laughs> bit of trash talk. Yeah. I mean, you think, you know, New Zealand went, oh, we only want two Australian teams. <clears throat> and their guy's gone, no, 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 mate. We're not we're not dancing to your tune. Yeah. Fair and, enough as well. And I think there's that, that little bit of sparring going on. Yeah. But the Aussies are winning at the moment. It'd be I fair agree. to say. I agree. Next story up, though. Are we going after down that, or across? We'll go down, shall okay, we? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Next story gotcha. up. Do you want to take that one away since you've now caught up? <laughs> what? Mate, okay. <laughs> I've come here pretty much prepared. And <laughs> pretty, and you're, pretty much prepared. You're having a go at me, right? I don't uh, like it. I'm a bit tired here. No, it's okay. You go. So they have um, they've revised the uh, the matches, the rugby championship matches. Uh, they've bought it Ford, haven't they? So the All Blacks can uh, go home for Christmas and spend it with their families. I would love to know whether or not there is any truth in what New Zealand said, which is they did not agree to those dates. I oh, suspect, there must be something there. I suspect they may have agreed to those dates if it was hosted in New Zealand because obviously the quarantine periods for them returning home if you've been in New Zealand, yeah. aren't so stringent. Yes. Do you think they've verbally agreed it and then gone, nah, have you got anything written down, buddy? <laughs> Nothing. I reckon New Zealand have done the sly one on this one, haven't don't you think? Well, I, they haven't Maybe. covered themselves in a lot Maybe. of glory recently. So. No, not lately. But it is good. I think it's really, really good that those players are going to have the opportunity yes. to be home for Christmas. Agreed. Keep those... Those bambinos and those wives e- happy. Even, we all know, even though even though they're professional athletes and get yeah. paid a lot of money. Yeah, but hey, mate, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Happy wife, happy, happy life, life. <laughs> the, uh, and happy civil partner, maybe. <laughs> yeah, sorry, happy partner. Yes, I don't know. Doesn't, what doesn't quite have the <laughs> ring. Doesn't quite have the ring. But we know what you mean. We know what you mean. So. The next story. We're going down it or back we, up. Mate, we're going down, down until, again until oh, we hit the bottom. Okay, and then we'll here we go, go. Here we go. Sons of all black coaches or coach earns first start for Wellington. I so like the story. Fozzie's Fozzie's son. No, Plumtree, mate. So Tane Plumtree gets his first start for the Wellington all team. coach. Right, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And Plumtree's the 
forwards, forwards coach. coach yeah. Used to be a Wellington yes. head coach. Yes. Yeah. Been overseas, done quite a few did, things. Where did he go overseas? He went to Europe. Europe, yeah. yeah England. Europe's a big place, though. <laughs> England. I mean, England, didn't it? I'm not sure. Oh, village. <laughs> I actually don't think it was England. Oh. I think it was like Wales or Scotland or something like that. But it made me think, who is the best son to play rugby after their father? Richie, so, Richie McCaw's son. He hasn't had one he hasn't yet, had but one he's going to have one. So you got Tane, yeah. right? He's, he's on the start of his career. Is he good, though? How old is he, by the way? Do we know? We don't Yeah, we he's don't a whippersnapper, mate. He's straight out of school. Straight out of school. So he must be 19. Still a teenager. Still a teenager. <laughs> but then I thought, okay, Caleb Clark, son of Ronnie yes. Clark. Very impressive. Yeah. Nico both Jones. All blacks. Yeah, both All Blacks. Nico Jones, Michael Jones' son, coming up through the ranks at the moment. So we have to wait and see. We've got Adam Hastings, famous Hastings Scottish player. Yeah. Ben Youngs, I didn't know this. Ben Youngs, the English scrum half. Yeah. Father played for England also. Oh, gosh. Roman <laughs> Intermac. An- Intermac. Yeah. His father was very, very good now, wasn't yeah, he? But is he better? That's not... Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But, but I think... Because he's still quite young, isn't he? Very young. So he's still got a lot of time to chug away at that. Damien Penneau, which is another Frenchie. Right. Father played for France. And then we've got Thomas Youngs, who's who's played for Wales, or his son of former Welsh international, Die Young, who is the Welsh coach... No, it's the Wasps... Uh, coach right or captain or something like that okay um george ford mike ford's son that's not a bad shout mm. he's a good player we did like him until he misses every tackle under the sun george ford george ford yeah good player yeah we like george ford then you mentioned jacob umanga did i yes mike umanga's son when did I mention that? You mentioned him last week. Did he's, I? he's playing oh, he is. fly half. He is. Good player, actually. <laughs> young. Still yeah. very young. Very young. And guess who his uncle is? Um, Tana yeah. Umanga. Well done. Yeah, How did you make the connection? Well, because Mike Umang is Tana Umanga's brother. There you go. You'd haven't had, you didn't have it written down, though, no, did I didn't. you? Oh, that's but good knowledge from one, you. You're ne- sharp. <laughs> Tonight, I tell you what, you are sharp as a tack. Nothing through you, mate. Like. I'm sharp as a samurai sword, mate. Not a tack. Uh, and this next one, though, teaches everyone. It's not who you know. No, it's not what you know. It's, it's who, who you know. know. Who is the um, Bill Bowment? Yeah, he's the. His son is Josh Bowment. Yeah, who's played for England. Never heard of him. Yeah, there's a good reason because he's absolutely rubbish. Is he? Never should have played for England. What? But may had some connection to his father being head no. of world rugby. No. Yes. Never. Absolutely. But I tell you what, the biggest one that you haven't said and I'm about y- to yes, say. This I think this is the best one. I agree. I agree. So his father it? is coach of Ireland. Yes. At the moment. He was part of the England setup, wasn't he? Yes, he was, yeah. And that's uh the village the village the village spokesman, Owen Farrell. Yeah, I mean, you've got to give it to him. He, whether we like him or not. He's a good player. He's a good player. His father. I think that's why we was don't a good like player, him. But Owen's definitely better than his father. Yeah. His father was a hard rugby league man who could kick goals. And Owen is a hard rugby man 
They can kick goals. But can't tackle. No, you can tackle just illegally. Oh, okay. Very, very well, right. though. But does very, it. very illegally. He does it well. <laughs> right, my screen's not working. Oh, oh mine yeah, is, no, no, I've got it now. Mine is, now. Mine now. is we're fine. We're okay. fine, mate. All is okay. Love the next story. I'm loving today's breaking news, mate. I'm loving it. Because it's all just fluffy and nice. Bled is low blow. <laughs> no, not there yet. Oh, what? No, mate. We're going down. <laughs> We're going down again. <laughs> I didn't really, I told you my screen was broken. We're going God. down. Can I just tell everyone? I want a cup did of I tea. Not, did, I, did I not mention? We're going down till we get to the end. And oh. then we'll go across. The next story is Johnny May. Yeah. Obviously, people aren't happy that they're in camp and with COVID, they can't nip out for a cup of coffee. Why don't they just get one from, why don't they make one themselves? Absolutely. Or can they not do that? Why not make one themselves? But also, they're not very happy, are they? Because they're not allowed to leave the the hotel. I just don't feel we are in a permission to moan or whinge about going out for a coffee. Coffee, sorry. Johnny May has no qualms adjusting to life in the COVID world with England. Yeah, he's, he's spot on. He's right, though, isn't he? Yeah. Some of the everyone's England, got to put up with it. Some of the England players aren't very happy. Well... Not everyone, but they. Well, I could still go out for a coffee, but they are getting paid a lot of money to play international sports, and they're whinging about it. And not to get COVID. You know, we can go out, and we can get COVID, yeah. and it does affect us, of course, and we it could, won't we could me, die. It'll, it'll bounce the, off me. It could bounce off you. But, but what I'm trying to say is, I could die. if he gets COVID because he's nipped out for a cup of coffee. He's ruined a lot of people's lives. He's ruined Because the, he's going back into camp. That's right. You're going to hand it around to all his mates, and none wow. of them are going to get... Team, team mates. Team mates. And none of them are going to get their £30,000 per game, which actually has been dropped down to £25,000 Oh, uh, is that yeah. all? Yes. Are you joking? <laughs> wow. They must feel so annoyed about that. That cup of coffee. What a joke. Just right, saved. I've gone down again. Mate, but this goes on even further. So oh, the RFU, kind of, right. they link. The RFU have hit hard times. Oh, have they? And they can no longer train at their five-star hotel resort. No, they haven't. Penny Hill. But their, one of their main sponsors, Red Bull, yeah. have given them... A state of the art games room. Yes. How so, sarcastic so, are we? <laughs> so when they can't go out with yeah. their cups of coffee, but they can they've play got something to do. Mm. Foosball. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know what? If I had some sound effects here, which I do, but I couldn't be bothered to get the violin sound effect, <laughs> they would be playing right now. These Gosh. guys are getting paid twenty five thousand pounds a game. And they're winning, and that's and on top of their English salary. That's right. That's on the top of their club salary. So, sorry, club you know, salary. I'm really sorry, but cry me a river, cry me a river, mate, cry me a river. If they said, "Here's twenty five grand, you got to sit, in, you got to sit in a hotel room for three weeks," I'd oh. be like, "Thank you very much. I will do that." What else do you want me to do? Play some rugby on top? Why not? <laughs> oh, that, that's too much work for me. <laughs> Train quite hard. Excellent. <laughs> Brilliant. I might lose with some weight then, eh? So are we going back to the top now? Yeah, have we got, so to, can, have we got to the bottom? Yes, we Well, if we go to the bottom, <laughs> it'll be um, PowerPoint, Razzler Dazzler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh. I'll go, eh? I'll go this one. 
It was, it's a great headline, by the way. Very good. Bladers low blow. Oh, the dirty tactics. Wallabies go away with on All Black star Richie Mwanga. Wow. What happened to Richie? Lots of late hits. Lots of late hits. Yeah, there were and actually. Yeah, but they he's a fly half. Like... He's a fly half. It's a test match. I'm sorry. A couple of late hits here and there. You know, you've got the, to expect it, don't you? Is this the New Zealand media trying to find oh, little oh, they things? Must be, eh? They must be. trying to find little things. If you were the New Zealand media, there's not a lot to find. You'd go for Fozzie. You'd go for Fozzie. We're, we're going for Fozzie. <laughs> I am. If we're going for Fozzie, everyone <laughs> should be going for Fozzie. <laughs> but yeah, that, what, what it is saying is lots of late hits on Richie. I think there was one in the game that I did think that That's they would pick late. up. But they didn't do it. To be which fair, was none of them actually got picked up. None of them. Not one. And I did see about four, but actually three of them were on the money or just after. There was only one that was blatantly late. The refereeing on the weekend wasn't the best though, Tobes. Should we should we should we leave this to when we review the game? I think we should. Yes. So we've got our last story. You may Is uh, it the last one? The last one. Do yeah. I have to go all the way down for that? Or no. just, uh, is it just below? Just, just I below, can see mate. it. Just below. Can, I can see it. God, he's got a bald head, doesn't he? <laughs> but like someone else, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm halfway oh, there, mate. Halfway not, there. No, I wasn't talking about you. I wasn't talking about you. You know oh, who I'm talking yes. about, though, mate. Yes. Oh. Right. I'm going to say it, mate, because you've paused for so long. Finn Russell is back in the Scottish squad. And so he should be. And my man, he's my man. He's in my franchise next year. Have we, we need to review that game as well, don't we? Oh, we do, but that's coming down later. (laughs) But yeah, it's great. Finn Russell back in the team. Yes. So he should be. And with that, Scotland do get even stronger. And I say even stronger. They're not the strongest outfit out there, but... I do think... They've still got the potential to upset play, um, teams, yeah, teams though, don't yeah. they? Yeah. I can't see them going through the Six Nations and not knocking over one of the bigger sides. Well, they've only got a couple more games to play anyway. Yes. Yes. But then they've got that, hopefully, that kind of Eight Nations Cup. Uh, when South Africa and Japan join. Yeah, but they're not doing that, are oh, they? Of course so, they're not. But yeah, so uh, by all accounts, they've, they've, they've uh, you know, all kissed made up. You know, they probably look back on it. Finn probably feels like he did some stupid stuff. Uh, and so do so does um, captain and coach Gregor Townsend and um, Hogg. Yeah. They've Stu- all learned. Stuart. They've all learned from the the process that they've gone through, which is good because he is, he's one of the world's best tens and people are saying at the moment that he might be the starter for the British Lions. And I had him in my teammate and you decided not to have him. You did go for Bowden Barrett. That went bad. <laughs> wasn't bad. <laughs> wasn't bad, mate. Was it wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Not a bad, not a bad, yeah, bad. Not a bad substitute. <laughs> uh. But it is time now that we are going to review this weekend's matches. And the first one up... Oh, hang on, I've got, to, I've got to scroll down past all the news. Is the All Blacks match. Did the All Blacks Tobes. play? Yes. Oh, I forgot. And it was what such was a the, dreadful game. What was the, no. what was the score? What was 16 the, all. 16 all. I'm going to be honest to say... What are you going to New say? New Zealand 
should not have drawn the match. No. Australia with a better team. They deserve to win. They deserve to win. And the referee had an absolute mozzer. The first try (laughs) foot was out. The Australian referee. Yep. Angus Gardner, shocker. Foot was out. I picked it right time to time. I said, this is no try. No, you you did it. To be fair, you did, and you were wrong. Yeah, I was. I did because it was awarded. (laughs) (laughs) I said his foot's out. Yeah, and they'll be. And and I said this will be brought back, and it wasn't brought back. Should have been. Should have been taken upstairs. Should have been taken upstairs, and wasn't. So if I'm an Aussie, I'm thinking, gutted, really, really hard done by. Okay, the Rico Ioani non-try. So those that didn't watch the game. Oh, he was over the line. That's a no coach one was, killer. No one was there. Right on half time. He does the Rico Ioani, I will put the ball down my special way. And he drops the ball. Are we going to see him put it down that special way ever again? A hundred percent. He's done that before, mate. He's dropped the ball Has over he the dropped line the before. Ball, not for the All Blacks, though. No, for Auckland. Right. So he won't give up on that. That's no. his signature. He might just learn how to do it without dropping it. Maybe he should take my signature. Be worth a lot soon, tell you. But um, that went on, that went in the Aussies' favour, which was fear. Yes, which is fear. Sort and of cancelled each other out, didn't it? But the game was. I mean, it was a great game of rugby from the point of view of if you Imagine were a, a neutral, neutral watching, watching it, yeah. it you would have been great. Yeah. Four tries, terrible conditions. The Windy. wind was blowing. Oh my gosh! All over the place. The gale. Um, and it came down to the last minute where. Hold. But it went to the eighty, went to the eighty ninth minute. Yeah, and they were just playing. Hey, yeah, you know, Hog <laughs> hits the hits the upright about two meters from the top at a, what about no, maybe not sixty, but fifty odd meters. meters out. Yeah, hits the top of the upright, and they carry on playing. It Almost was a, score from it as well. I know they should have been given a penalty. The All Blacks, to be fair, should have won. No. No way. In that last, in no, that no, no. last minute, no, no, they should no, have got the drop no, goal no. and they should have finished the game no, there. Absolutely not. i tell you the reason why, all right? Because the Aussies kicked the goal, kicked the, kicked the goal hit, the, hit the post, Yeah. right? Goes down. Yeah, we, New Zealanders did a shocking job of clearing yes, it up. Yes, yes. They then should have taken the drop kick, but they didn't. Yes. They then set up a ruck and the New Zealanders cast iron penalty against the Kiwis. The referee's like, what for? Coming in, <laughs> he came in it. from the side. <laughs> he picks the ball up and he throws it back to New Zealand's side. It was honestly, mate, it was shocking. You didn't say shocking. anything at the time, yeah, because I was just glad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you rewatch it? Oh yeah. Did you? It was terrible. Do you rewatch the games? I rewatch the games. Yeah. If it's a good one like that, special moments, I'll rewatch those bits, yeah. Wow. I didn't think it was a very good game. Oh, it was a great game of rugby. Maybe I didn't think it was a good game because All Blacks lost. I think if you're an Aussie, this was a great game. If you're a New Zealander, it was a terrible game. And I'm going to go into a little bit more detail why I thought it was a terrible game but for, for the All Blacks. But if we look at the player ratings, which you'll yeah. find just on the right. I can see that. You can see that the Aussies just about got the better. It's pretty, it's pretty tight. But our our um our bench was better. Our bench was better. Um, Sam Kane eight out of ten. We rated eight out of ten, which is which is very very high. I think for me, where we not lost this game, but obviously drew it. But we ended up, we had the game in our palm of our hands, and we threw it away. Was 
we couldn't score or look like scoring off first phase, whereas the Aussies did. Yeah. Now, we did score off first phase because there was the um, the one try we scored off first phase. Alludes me who scored, but it was that inside pass to blindside winger and then it went back in and whoever scored it, I can't remember. Well, Geordie Barrett scored it on the wing. That well, was Geordie the first Barrett, try. Yeah, Geordie Barrett scores on mm. the wing. So we did score off first phase, but the Aussies, every first phase, every set play. They looked dangerous. They looked dangerous. Yeah. New Zealand did not. We were living off scraps mm. for most of the game. You know, territory was against us, position was against us, everything was against us. The Aussies just looked like, the Aussies looked more dangerous than us. It reminded me a little bit of the England-New Zealand semi-final oh, yeah. match. Yeah. Where well, they just put more pace on the ball. They got that gain line a lot easier and they the halfback was just getting rid of it. Yeah. Nick White here, he's, on the player rating, Nick White has Seven. only got a 7.5. I think he outplayed you think Aaron Smith. Aaron Smith obviously scored his try, didn't he? Yes. And it was a good try. Granted, and it was a good try. He did but sort of fend Nick off into his face. Yes, it was a good try. Actually. Yeah, but but, but yeah, you're right. I think yeah. Nick Nick was Nick was uh, Nick White was was a better all round yeah. game. <clears throat> well, he got the ball off the deck in that sort of weather so quick, which yeah. fed the backs and those forwards running onto the ball made the gain line. And so ja- on, so James forth. O'Connor completely outplayed Richard Moana. Yeah, agreed. Which I'm thoroughly. Disappointed, disappointed about, but we did, we did say, you know, we have said throughout uh, Super Rugby AU that he's class and he should be playing ten, which he was. Yeah, you've you've to be fair, you've been a real, real fan of his. Yeah, you? I have. Yeah, the big one here, they've, they've rated Rico Yuani a six. That's harsh. I think, apart from the ball being lost over the try line, which admittedly is a huge dilemma. Um, mistake yes in a test match and we did say at the time this could cost us the Bledisloe now I don't think it is going to cost us the Bledisloe now that it was a draw because the Aussies have to win the next two I thought that Rico was awesome every time Rico got the ball he was way over the game line yeah yeah. we did mention it during the game eh? he made like five ten metres each time even more yeah and he, he was a real point of difference to me he was a bit of a shining light at 13, and I hope yeah. Ian Forster doesn't just jump on the bandwagon of, oh, he dropped the ball and well, whatever. They've mentioned, they've mentioned here in the little um, blurb that, you know, when Kurumbedi scored his try, it was a defensive error from from Rico. It wasn't. No. It wasn't. Do you, know, do you know what that was? That was just class play by the Aussies. The Aussies, yeah, it was it was a slick move. It was an absolutely slick move. Yeah. You've got James O'Connor, yeah, running on a beautiful, beautiful line. You know, lot they took they took away our inside of defence. You've got Matt Tamura at twelve as well, who was yeah, he was yeah, he did the basics right. Who did he the basics was, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they've got they've got Jack Goodhue and him on the same. Yeah, and I, I, score, I think that's is, fair. Yeah. It's fair. Hunter Paisami was, was pretty good. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think he's going to be able to keep that up week in, week Dingooney. out. Oh, he was bloody good, wasn't he? <laughs> he, he looks like a bulldog, eh? Yes, he, he does. He looks tough. Damien McKenzie, I thought, played really well. 
If you take out Especially the high ball, ball, the high ball problem with oh, the wind, but everyone blowing had problems it everywhere. There. No one could have. No one looked good. You know, George Bridge, excellent in the air, had real troubles. Yeah, yeah. Geordie Barrett, he's pretty good in the air, troubles. Um, but for Geordie, ba- uh, not Geordie Barrett, um, Mackenzie to come in as late as he did to play that well, I thought was quite good. Yeah, because he would have been in the yeah, mindset definitely. that he was he wasn't even on the team sheet. Wasn't even on the team sheet. No, he wasn't even on the bench. Oh, so he would have been thinking, "Well, oh, happy days. I get my get my lion, you know, <laughs> yeah. do what I do get to watch the game on the big screen." Yeah. <laughs> and you know, he's he's turned up, fronted up, and he's oh, he's, think, played yeah. a, he's played a great great game. And that is the luxury of New Zealand. It's something that we did allude to last week. Was depth. one yeah. of New Zealand's problems is the fact that they've got so much depth. One of their strengths is that as well. Well, the, and, I think the I think the the problem that you're almost alluding to is that you almost can't get consistent team out because you're constantly bringing in these other really good players for, and you're taking away really good players, so you're constantly moving the team around. Yeah, you know, next but week I, I think a lot of that's Ian Forster, and I think I think you having another dig at Forster. I I, I, I'm, I really am. Can I can I just say this? <laughs> I really am. (laughs) New Zealand under Ian Forster, who has only had one game, okay, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed, right? (laughs) Sorry. Coronavirus is almost getting tobes over there. But absolutely nothing has changed. They lost in the World Cup. They got out-thought, out-played, out-muscled against England. And if they had played South Africa, they would have done the same thing. Well, we did play South Africa. (laughs) And all I'm trying to say is they had to come up with some new ideas and they come up with nothing, not a sausage. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Aussies got a lot of front football because of how they get around that ruck. Yeah. They slingshot their players yeah. around the ruck. They start them behind. But they also give them an extra couple of meters to get that speed up. Like yep. you say, the slingshot yep. effect. New Zealand are still doing what they did five years ago which is standing stationary and looking to offload into space. I'm sorry. That doesn't exist anymore. Don't be in that sorry, system. Damo. Don't be sorry, mate. Ian Forster needs to sort his, and I'm going to, I'm unfortunately. No, you can't. I'm going to have can't. to. He needs to sort his out, out, right? And he needs to come up with some plans that actually are different. Or that are his own. That are his own. Because he's now the head coach. He's no, not but, in but someone's I, shadow. But I genuinely think. He's been making those plans. He was the he was the brains of the operate um yeah the operation. Really? Do you yeah. think it? He was, yeah. And and so therefore, how how New Zealand played four years ago or three years ago or at the World Cup was his making. So it's just the same now that he's in charge. Yeah. And what we are dying for is some big, strong units. And he keeps on playing. Artie Severe at eight. He's a small eight. Yeah, but he, you can't keep him off. George Bridge on the wing. Severe Reese on the wing. Yeah. Geordie Barrett. I mean, no Geordie Barrett's a big unit, but he's not a powerful, strong he's not big fast unit. fast either, eh? He looked like he was running in treacle to yeah. score that try. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Anyone else would have finished that so much easier. Than him. But then we've got Caleb Clark who oh, came yeah, on, and, and how good did he play? Amazing, didn't he? We need more Caleb Clarks at there. He's got 
You think Damien McKenzie at fullback. Small boy. He's got lots and lots of kind of small, skillful players. Mm. Where is the size, the power, and the pace coming from? Rico is pace. He's got some power. Yeah. But what we desperately need is a guy like Caleb Clark, who we can give the ball to and say, get us over the game line. Yeah. Get us over the game line. A Lamar pays there. You know, that's going to be interesting how he, how he uses that. But I just think you need to have some big ball carriers. I who agree. are our big ball carriers and our forwards? We've got Patrick Tuopolotu who came off the bench. He's a big boy. But that's it. He's yeah. off the bench. I know, yeah. Where's our other big ball carriers? We don't have any. I tell you who did play well, and you may or may not agree with me, is um, Tuunga Farsi. Yeah, he did play well, mate. He did play well. He was solid. No, and that's really, what you expect from really the... Really good. But I just, I kind of feel a bit sad. But again, you know, like you're saying, there's no massive ball carriers. Di- there's no dy- dynamism. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a our, big word. In our ball carriers. No dynamism. No dynamism, mate, in our ball carriers. Whereas the Aussies, Harry Wilson, he's a dynamic player. Telly Tupo, a dynamic player. Pete Samu. Pete Samu, yeah. Dynamic player. Not not as big as maybe... Lotu? Yeah. He, now he... He's a unit and yeah. a half, isn't he? Oh, to be fair, Patrick did start, buddy. He did. I thought he did. He did. Yeah. I just didn't yeah. make you feel bad. He came off the bench, did he? But, you know, people will say, you know, maybe we don't have the players, but you did notice when Hosking Satudu came in, big ball carrier, what happened? Got over the game line. Yeah. Got over the game line. Now maybe that's easy to, to to happen when you're eighty when you're sixty minutes into the game. Everyone else you is a bit good, more tired. You? Yeah. But I just think New Zealand had, need to have a look. Need to go back to the drawing board. Need to come up with some new plans that are going to work because what they've been doing for four or five years, everyone else has caught up with. Made plans. And they've also them. studied it down to a T, haven't yeah, they? We're so predictable. Yeah. If a team kicks the ball into our twenty-two. We'll kick. We'll do a box. So off the kickoff, if they yeah. kick the ball into our twenty-two, we'll box kick out. Yeah. If they kick the ball into our ten-meter light mark, we'll box kick it out. Yeah. We literally go into these patterns of play, territory. Yeah. yeah. We look for territory. Look play for in territory. their half. Play in their half. Where's the old fellas? Throw it round. Highlander style. Well, no, it's not wing about... Wing it and fling it, like you say. <laughs> ying it and fling it. <laughs> oh, ying it. It's not about that, though, mate. No, you're right. It's about just doing some things differently in and around the rucks. And you can see that. The Aussies slingshot yeah. round. The South Africans... They make good ground as well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, are just absolute monsters. So, therefore, mm. they can get their guys standing stationary. And just use and, them as a barge use, pole. New, New Zealand can't afford to do no. that anymore. It's going to be very interesting, mate. We've got uh, Auckland next, and haven't New Zealand haven't there. lost there in a very, very long time. And the Aussies The Garden looked, of Eden, mate. And we did say to me, we said that the, uh, the Aussies looked like they could put a team together. And they did. And they did. Other games. <sighs> yes. How about our uh, virtual game, mate? Oh, okay, yeah, you run. <clears throat> no, you, you no, do no, it. no, no, you do it. No, I don't want to do it. You do it. <laughs> so one of our listeners, Luke... Yep, he um, he made a virtual game, simulated game with the teams that we picked as our yeah. Super Rugby franchises. That's right. And uh, we watched it, didn't we? When did we watch it? Saturday night. Saturday yeah. night. Yeah. Saturday night. Yeah. Saturday night. Um, village game. <laughs> 
terrible game. Terrible game, but I mean, Luke did a fantastic job. He did do a great and, job. Uh, yeah. was, <laughs> we were on the edge of our seats <laughs> the whole game, <laughs> weren't we? So now, I would admit that I went into this game worried that I may lose to you. I was robbed. You were kind of right. So it was very tight, the game. Uh, Maratoji, the softy that he has, went off uh, very early doors, <laughs> played terrible. Finn Russell had a bit of a shocker. He did, didn't he? Bowden Barrett scores. Yes. Bowden Barrett kicks. And I think you went up 10-2. No, Bowden Barrett didn't kick. Who kicked? Um, Damien McKenzie. Oh, Damien McKenzie yeah. kicked. Yeah, okay. Just like in real life, Bowden yeah. can't kick. Um, <laughs> so you went up by 10 points to two at half time. Yes. And then I slowly you ground you down. I didn't score away. in the second half. <laughs> no. And I ended up winning 12 points to 10. <laughs> so... Right, my team's better than yours. Well, no, we've still got two more games, mate. No, we don't. Oh. No, we don't. It's a one-off, mate. <laughs> so my team is better than yours. Do you agree? On that, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't a great game. The, the, let's just say the backs weren't well used. But Colby scored <laughs> There was some in brilliant the corner, passing. And Finn Russell kicked every, every point, didn't he? <laughs> How? <laughs> From the sideline with a wind. It was amazing. Uh, other games though on yeah there was sharks, lots of games sharks the lions sharks winning that one by nineteen points to sixteen yeah again I, I can't say that I have um that I have watched these games no neither um massively scoring massive scoring game uh, pumas and the cheetahs cheetahs coming away there fifty three thirty one yeah the bulls just beating the now. We've had we've had someone actually we? uh, contact us. Perfect. So there's no awkward silence every time that your name pops up. Uh, and I'm just trying to find out how that I actually say this, and I don't think I've actually got it there. Um, but I think it is the <coughs> Grac. Gr- gr- um, no, I can't say. <laughs> it's it's obviously like a gazelle because that's the what's on the emblem. I just can't find it. I've been practicing for ages. Anyway, I will get it right next week. Yeah. But uh, I think it's the Grack, Grack, oh, jeez, I can't Grax, pronounce it. Grack, Grackers. Gracky, Grow, no. No, I will get it right. Grackers. Right, I will uh, get it right Wasps next week. had a, a good win, didn't they? 47-24 in the Premiership Rugby semi-final. Now, these games were set up to be absolute humdingers most people were saying that Bristol were going to beat Wasps by that amount right but Wasps on the day were just amazing yeah their defence is so so good so good so good that they let 24 points pass them yeah but to be fair Bristol Bears have a fantastic attacking fantastic attacking team yeah to score 47 points was was unheard of really this is a team that was so far down the premiership yeah that no one really saw them coming back they've clawed themselves they've won i think it's 12 games out of 13 they've last they've, they've won 12 of their last 13 games i mean Who, the wasps wasps jeez the wees unbelievable way unbelievable people are saying now that Exeter are going to roll them. 
Well, I'm not so sure. I am absolutely not so sure. Which brings us to the next game, which is Exeter versus Bath. This seems bad, 35 points to six. But I tell you, Tobes, Bath at times were, you know, millimetres away from scoring so the score and being. Sort of es- escalated. Uh, Exeter do what Exeter do, which yeah, is they, they grind teams down, they get into good positions, and then their pick and goes are just phenomenal, mate. They literally work as a three and get a metre at a time. So they will literally, the player with the ball gets tackled by the two guys behind him yeah. and just jolted forward and they get like a metre every time. And they just, just chip they, away. They just chip away. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like this is just, just going to, it's just going to happen. Yeah. They, it's like, whenever they get like 10 metres out, they're going to score. Yeah. You can't stop them. They're absolutely amazing at it. And for a team that has very, very few English internationals, they're they're incredible, mate. Yeah, they are absolutely incredible. A little bit like Wasps. Wasps don't have a lot of big name players. They've got a good team though, but eh? they've got a great team, yeah. and, and you've got to give it to them. Whereas Bristol have got all the superstars. Uh, Bath have got a lot of English internationals, yeah. a lot of internationals, and uh, the t- the teamwork has combined there. I tell you what, mate, teamwork makes, makes dreams work. work. Yeah, makes dreams work. No, the finals, which is going to be Wasps versus Exeter. You've got to pick Exeter, but Wasps could easily... If Wasps play like they did against Bristol... It's Exeter at home, eh? Yeah, not that that not, really no. makes a difference now. No, it doesn't make a difference at all. But I would say my money would have to be on Exeter, but I can see a sneaky bet for Wasps, and you probably get uh, a lot of money back if that happens. Yeah, you would. In the Mighty Ten Cup... North Harbour Thrash... Hawks uh, Bay, Bay 46-10. Auckland just nip. Taranaki, 29-28. And Otago do the same to Wellington, yeah, that's 35 a big, big win. Yeah, big, a big, big win. win. Waikato, 36. Counties, uh, 13. And, you know, Kieran Reed's... Uh, Reedo. You know, I'm sure he's. it's been good for him to come back and play, but counties haven't really no. done a lot with him no. there. Tasman, mate. Tasman can't can't get beaten, really. Nah, 33-7 against um, Bay, of Bay of Plenty. Plenty. And the last game there was Northland versus Southland, 18 points to 14. Who's got the Ramford Shield now, then? Still, North Harbour? No, still Hawke's Bay, mate. Still the Hawke's Bay. North, so they didn't North, play. No, they didn't play at home. No. So it was, they only... Oh, they only do it when they play at home. Only do it when you're at home, <coughs> yeah. So lots of good games, mate. I'll be honest to say, the internationals just take it for me. Yeah, you know, I just look forward to that so much. It was a, it was a really good game as a, <laughs> as a. If you're an Aussie, that was an awesome game. Yeah. If you're an English person, that was an awesome game. The only people that didn't like that game were the Kiwis. Kiwis. And but even as a Kiwi, it was a good game. It was great to see fans, internationals. It was how tight. Was, how was the stadium not packed? Yeah, poor. Why? I mean, for me, why play in Wellington? We all know. Well, okay, so windy Wellington it doesn't okay. get its nickname for the sake of it. But does just, it? just wait here, right? We I'm had, waiting. I'm waiting. We had COVID. D- demo. I'm, we, wa- I'm waiting here. Don't worry, mate. <laughs> we had COVID. We had no rugby for COVID. ages. What's yeah. COVID? Auckland first game back packed out. Yes, Stadium that was Super Rugby. Super Rugby, right? Australia's <laughs> Canterbury's first game back. Crusaders. First, Packed. Yes. Otago's first game, not packed, but still a great showing. Yes. Right? 
Wellington's first game? Village. Village. Absolutely disgusting. Why give them an international game? They don't deserve it. And it's not a great ground to watch rugby at either. No. It's a cricket ground. And people say, oh, it was wet. I'm like, I don't care. I'm watching the All Blacks. It's the first international yeah. for like and eight I can months. Act- and I can actually go and watch the game. Yeah. I just found, I just find it amazing. And I said, we were both It was the first it. All Blacks um, match, I think, in New Zealand for over 400 days. It's amazing, isn't it? I just feel quite strongly that there are other places around New Zealand that would it would have, have been fantastic for Dunedin to get it, you know, yeah. under the under Inside. the roof. Great, like close crowd. You're gonna you're gonna pack it out because it's the stadium's not that big. No, good atmosphere. Is that the reason why they did it in Wellington? That's the second biggest stadium, so therefore they thought they could make. You know, because obviously Auckland... Well, uh, to be fair, there might have still been more people <clears throat> there at Wellington than there could be in Dunedin, yeah, but, but it's but not the a, point. No, it's not the point. It's not the point. Well, I mean, it is the point for them, isn't it? <laughs> it is, mate. Take as much money <laughs> yeah, as we exactly, can. Exactly, that's right. We're over, though, to our listeners' questions, yes. Tobes. Do you, want the, do you want to take the first one? Hi, guys. Hi. On another podcast, sorry. Yeah, you're oh, right. You're you right, Hugo. Actually, Hugo, don't be sorry. Just don't do it again. Yeah, just don't do it again. Uh, they were talking about the idea of an IPL-like teens tournament. Do you feel that something like this could save the finances of rugby? Love to hear your thoughts. Many thanks for the podcast. Yours sincerely, Hugo Preston from the UK. Do you reckon that's Hugo or Preston Hugo from, from, from Preston, Preston, UK? I <laughs> thought that myself. <laughs> uh, now. I like how he's done yours sincerely. Yeah. Was that an email? Yeah, mate. Class. Yeah. It's good. Um, I think this is just what we need. Sevens competes with 15s. There's know. no happy medium, is there? What? Okay. So so with sevens, they have all year. So there's different players. You either play sevens or you play 15s. And it's a completely different game. You have to be super fit, super light, super fast to play sevens. You know, you're not going to get Joe Moody out there playing sevens, right? I still think tens is a bit like sevens. Have you played tens before? No. I have. Tens is so much more like fifteens that you still have five forwards and five backs. That's the first thing. Right. So you still need your props and your hookers. You still need basically but some flankers. they'll be different body types. Yeah, though, won't yeah they? they will be. But it all depends on what you want to go for. I think there'll be a heck of a crossover. So someone like Patrick Turpilotu could play 10s, whereas he's never going to play 7s, right? No. Kieran Reid would have been a great one for 10s. Yeah. Maybe not for 7s. You still need a front row. Like, you're going to have to have pretty mobile. Like, Tally Tupo, he'd be yeah. a damn good tense player. Maybe not a Joe Moody. You know, you need someone with a bit more, you know, finesse than that. But my point is this. Sevens works independently from 15s. So you don't get a crossover of players. No. So, therefore, you're not yeah, getting the you, best players you, in the world. But what you need is you need... You need 15s and 7s to work together to make 
tens. Well, that's where I think, and I don't think the the I don't think world rugby no will come together and go. It's a good idea. They might come to say together actually and say yeah, it is a good idea, but it's not. It's not. You can't. We just can't do it. So how does the IPL work? Pretty simply, is that. There's yeah, so there's much so money, much money but, but secondly... Who's going to fund all this? Yeah, okay. So IPL works, there's loads of money, Yeah. and basically there's the IPL... Window. Window. Yes. So first of all, these tens teens need to be funded by, by rich, people. rich people. Yes. I think that can happen. Yeah, I, no, yeah. I agree. Yeah, okay. I think it can. The next thing is, there has to be a window. Now, that window... When can the window happen? Well, I can tell you when the window will because happen. Because the Sevens World Series... No, no, much don't, don't, scrap, scrap Sevens. Don't, don't worry about Sevens, right? No, but I am worrying about because we Just, want Sevens players, yeah, don't we? We do, but I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. And this is what happened with the IPL. Okay. The IPL started and they paid people unbelievable amount of money. So they left their contracts... They did, didn't and they? And their That's clubs. Right. yeah. And their national contracts. Yes. So therefore, all the countries were then forced to say... Okay, we'll we'll make a window yeah, for it. Yeah, I got you. The same thing may happen with tens. Yeah, that these rich owners might turn around and say, "I want Bone Barrett, and I'm going to pay for him. I want Hosking Satutu, I'm going to pay for him. And I want pay, our, our, I want pay a million a million dollars plus for for for, for, for six weeks worth yeah. of, of rugby. And that's when World Rugby might turn around and say, "Okay, now we need to create a window for this because there's money in it, but." Is there going to be, you know, where it might be, let's say, America, and there's only allowed to be three or four overseas players in each team? No, there won't be. Do you not think so? Because no. that's what happens in the IPL. Yes. Yes. But you've got to think, India is such a hotbed of talent. It is, yeah. That. And you don't think America is? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it could happen no. in somewhere like... You could do something like that in Japan. You could do something like that in South Africa. Not enough money in South you, Africa. Yeah, Sorry. You, you could definitely do it in Europe. Yeah, you know the European could host it. But I do think if if there if it gets off, and the great thing would be is there will be competition for players. You know there will be the sevens players who you go you could almost like have a like Dan a draft. Martin, yeah, draft system. Yeah, but that would mean that potentially if. Players are going to get paid so much money to do the tens, then they'll stay in New Zealand and play the rugby. You know, it could be yeah. awesome for New Zealand, Australia, South Africa to keep their players at home because they can make a load of money over a six-week period. Yeah, but that's what it have to be. It have to be between three and six weeks. They'd be playing three and six. No, it'd be more. What two games a week? Yeah, because it's only 10, so therefore you play... Less contact, less, less time. time. You know, 10, 10 minutes ago, or no, 15 people, minutes yeah. ago, or something like that. 20 minutes. Um, so therefore, you could play a lot yeah. more, be more dynamic, but not di- not so dynamic that you can only have skinny, fast people playing. It's a great game, mate. It's, honestly, I've played 10s, and it's awesome. Yeah. It was so much more enjoyable than 7s, because it was like 15s. But not 15. But you could use your pace a bit more. Yeah, you had a bit more space. More space, yeah. So, you know, there's a lot more tries, but there were still all the rucks, the malls going yeah. on, you know, that you, that, that you would normally have. I just love the iPlayer. You need the big, I love the idea. You need the big name players. 
and I think it'd be great for world rugby. How, great how world long rugby. do you think it'll take? It depends on the the investors. If you can find, let's say, six investors who have got loads of money, who are prepared to play to pay big name players to play for their side, then it wouldn't take very long. You look at how cricket changed. It was literally overnight. Yeah. And this is what happened, you know. Kerry Packer players, all, all the way back. Players are excited to play the IPL, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, rugby. Because they get treated like kings. Yeah. Rugby changed overnight in reality. You know, it was all rushed in. Um, so you look at other sports and you can see that these breakaway competitions then lead to proper professionalism from happening. Yeah. So I'm all for it. The sooner, the better. I just think the biggest benefit to New Zealand rugby, to Australian rugby, would be that these guys would get paid so much money for a short period of time, yeah. they wouldn't then need to worry about going, going to Europe. overseas and having sabbaticals and all that sort of thing. That's right. I just can't see it happening I think anytime it, soon. I think it will happen. What's the I time think, frame? I think something will happen over the next couple of years whether or not they get the big name players whether or not they have enough money that will be the only other question yeah so next one mate do you want to take us away for this question hi guys oh <laughs> <laughs> what was that hi guys I'm hi. really bored hi <laughs> <laughs> love the podcast um, you guys have alluded to the fact you don't enjoy premiership rugby gameplay it can't be true. That's not us. That's not us. <laughs> I don't it? know what podcast no. you're talking about, we just re- <laughs> He just reviewed some games. <laughs> um, why do you feel this way, and how does the premiership differ from other leagues, such as Super Rugby, what's left of it, NRL, and Pro 14? So NRL is the National Rugby League in Australia. Yeah. Well, who's, for a start, who, it's rugby who, league, who, who, not rugby it? union. You've got to mention who, who oh, sends it Brent. in, mate. Tannehill. Tannehill, yeah. Is he the, is he the, Brent Tannehill, is he the, I don't know, quarterback? Mate. He oh, could be the quarterback. It, it, wow, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'd say for me, super rugby is quick. It's all about fastball. Yes. We've seen that. Joe Marchant's come over and he said he could not believe how fast the ball hits the ground, goes. He just couldn't keep up defensively. That's not the case in European rugby. Everything's a lot slower. Yeah. Part of that's because the weather's not very good, but it's slow rucks equals slow ball, which equals less opportunities to score. So therefore you have 20, 30 phases of players just smashing into each other before then maybe someone scores actually off turning the ball over. Well, they also rely on a lot of moves, don't they? Yes. So for me, it's slow, 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 slow. Premiership is slow, big players, very, very physical. And actually, it's a bit more test match-like. And a lot of teams score off being turning over teams rather than first, second, third phase. Yeah. Next one is, um, it goes on for so long. You know, Super Rugby is exciting, uh, the NRL is exciting. Mm. The Pro 14 is not exciting, but these the, the, the leagues are way, way, way shorter, especially Super Rugby. 
Whereas it just goes on. Premiership goes on. Twenty-two rounds. Twenty-two rounds. Any plus the else. There's got Heineken Cup in yeah. there. You've got you know all these European other European Cup. Yeah, you know, I I don't know how you just don't get bored of it. That's no. what I'm trying to say. Just goes on and on. I mean, twenty-two rounds. You know, it's the best part of what eight nine months of the year. That's a long, just season, a long, eh? long time. And the other next bit is, you know, internationals. Yeah. So all the top players, halfway through the season, they go away, go and play international rugby. Yeah. So then you're left with a whole bunch of players you don't even know. The, the leftovers. <laughs> so again, you know, you've gone long season. Everyone yeah. gets a bit bored. Players yeah. get injured. Internationals come. Everyone gets excited by internationals. Forgets about premiership. Then the next thing is, you can't watch it because mm. it's on. You know, BT well, Sport. On, yeah, it's on. Yeah, you know, so you got to then pay for like another subscription to yeah. to to watch Premiership rugby. So therefore, there's not not that many people that watch it. I wonder what the following is on on the uh, the television on the box because I know I know a lot of people are interested in it in the Premiership. Yeah, 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 yeah. But how many of them watch it live? On, I, mean, on the I, television. I, I do know a lot of people watch it live, yeah. but, but my point is this, that if it was on channel one, two, three, or four, five, or if it was on Sky, a lot more people would watch it. Yeah, I agree. But you, you literally buy BT Sport for for the rugby, some European football matches, yeah. some premiership matches, but it's not like a buffet where all you can all watch you can sport. Yeah. You know, you're buying BT Sport for. I mean, the only reason why I buy are, BT there's Sport there's some Premier for League on there now. There is some Premier League on there, yeah. And the last reason why the Premiership is not as good as Super Rugby, in my opinion, is the weather and the grounds. So you have some atrocious weather. Yeah. So therefore, players get very used to sticking up the jumper and just smashing it up. Forwards. In saying all of that, Tobes, I've watched more Premiership rugby this year than I've watched before, and it is getting better. It is getting better, mate. It's getting more attractive. I watched the Exeter game, and I thought, ooh, these boys are playing a little bit like Crusaders. Do you know why? Yeah. Because <laughs> there's loads of Kiwi coaches coming yeah, in now. Yeah, but, but um, my point is this. You look at those semi-finals. Yeah, it's a lot of tries, high-scoring games. So I don't want to admit it, but I am going to admit it. You've just admitted it. It's getting better. Okay, it's getting better. And there are some big-name players, household names, world's best players. Semi Ran Radra, who's also in my team for next world's year. World's best player. World's best player. You think he's the world's best player? I think player. he's the world's best player. Hence why he was in my team. You think he's the world's best <laughs> player. Right. I think he's right up there, mate. No, you know, you know, he's right up there is different to yes, he is <laughs> the world's best player. Who do you think player. is the world's best player? I will tell you after next, after this weekend. Okay, when Bowden plays. If, if he, he plays, plays well. Or if Caleb Clark plays. Oh. But he was not the best player. So, I don't think there's much between the Premiership, the Pro 14, the that's NRL. A gr- that's, a great, that's a great question, actually. Who is, right now, the world's best player? I think you say, who, who's the best league? No. 
Yeah, but I've just asked you who you think is the best player, yeah. and you went, I'll tell you after the weekend. No, no, I think Aaron Smith is the world's best, best player right now. Okay. Yeah. I can't argue. I honestly can't argue yeah. with that. I wouldn't have said it. No. But actually, I can't argue. He's a hell of a player. Yeah. And I can't think of any other scrum half who's as good as him. No. But who can right hold now. A, who can hold a candle to him. Yeah. You know, people would say Faf de Klerk. Faf de Klerk isn't playing at the moment. We give him the opportunity. Yeah. Agreed. But he's right up there as well, yes, obviously. He is. So there's not a lot between all those other competitions. No, you're right, yeah. But the reason why we like, you know, Southern Hemisphere rugby is because it's more attractive to but watch. But we're also from New Correct. Zealand. And we we're are. a little bit biased. A little, only a little bit biased. <laughs> only a little bit. Only a little bit. <laughs> and we, we, you know, we have our teams in New Zealand. Yeah. That's where we've grown up. Yeah. We and know the players. And generally, when you grow up in New Zealand, every boy, every girl wants to be an all black or a black, what, what is it for the girls? Black ferns, I think. Black ferns, yeah. yeah. At some point, and when they're growing up. Yeah. You know, even if you rubbish at rugby, you still want to be an all black. You know, it's just so part of the culture, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Now, mate, uh, we have the last section of our teams. And the reason for this is because we did have a great question by David Sally, which we've answered over the last two weeks. Yeah. Three weeks, actually. But actually, he sent us a great email, which said, and this was just before we did the podcast, so we missed out on it. And he said, your reserves should be looking to the future. Oh, okay. And yeah. we didn't read that, and we just purely went for the best were possible we, players were we that we supposed to, Are we doing this together? Yes. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so actually... Um, I've done a little bit of research, and these are the players that we both thought, yeah, yeah, we both thought, um, would be right up there. So first up is a Moor. Where are these players? Oh, you can't see them, mate. You no. can't see them, okay, but I've brilliant. got them here. I've That's got them fine. A Moor. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Absolutely. He was on my list. To be fair, yeah. Yes. But I had better candidates ahead. You had Dane Coles, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did, yeah. So, Amua, great, great player. He's one for the future, definitely. And I think he might end up being the world's best hooker in the next... Three years? I'm going to say two. If he really, really, really works hard. Yeah, I agree. Next up, Will Jordan. Yes, agreed. Can play in a range positions. Yes. And he's already on fire. I hate I hate to agree, but yes. Yes. Next one up, Josh Ioani. He's okay. a little bit older. He is a little bit older. But you take away you take away <laughs> Richie you take away and Bowden. You take away all the other New Zealand <laughs> fly halves. He's a hell of a player, is my, is my player. point. Hell of he's a player. He's a hell point. of a player for um Highlanders anyway. He fits right in to their sort of game plan, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely with Liam Sopawanga, who's gone overseas. Yeah. They couldn't have asked for a better... Did you say Liam? L- what did I say? You said Liam. Lea- L- Lima. Lima. <laughs> Lima. Jordan Pattaya is next on my list. Jordan Pattaya. Yes. He's a good player. He's... He wasn't playing. No, he wasn't. I think he must be injured. Interesting. Because he did do his little... Um, Hamstring oh, right did he at the do a end. Hammy? It's not little though, is it? No, she's big, mate. It's a big hamstring. She's big. The other one That's I've a gone. Christmas ham, mate. The other one I've gone, which you won't know too much about, and I have mentioned him a few times. Uh, Callum Grace. 
who is yes, the Bum- up and coming Bumby? No Crusaders. Crusaders player. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, but yeah. you know who I like is the Wallabies. Not the Wallabies, but um the young <clears throat> is he Reds or something, Rebels? Harry Wilson, the yes. big the big tank. No. No, fly half. As in first five. The real young guy, Will oh, yes. Harrison. Will Harrison, yes. yeah, he's a good player. He's one for the future. Yeah, but I don't think he's I don't think he's anywhere as near as good as Joshuani. No, but he's still very, very young, isn't he's he? He's still very, very young. And again, if he works hard. The last two I've got, arguably one of them's a little bit older. I think he's twenty seven, which That's is Alex Hodgman. But for a front rower, they go on and on and on. They mate. do, yeah. They go on and on. And the last one's Harry Wilson, which you did mention already, who is the Reds number eight. The Wallabies number eight, big, strong, he is ball young, carrier, he? young player. Yeah. <gasps> and I've almost forgot Tate McDermott, the Aussie yeah. backup yes. nine. Crikey, I, I almost missed him off my list. He's been He's class this year. Yeah, absolute class. So those are the guys that we've picked out. Now there is a lot more in France. Where you've got Roman Intermac, all these types yeah, of guys, agree, yeah. but. I kind of wanted to stick to that, you know, that Home. DNA. Well, of... we keep them, keep them in New Zealand. If we pick them, we keep them in New Zealand. Yeah, that's if right. we don't pick them, they bugger off. They can bugger off. Yeah. So I think all of those are New Zealand or Australia, aren't they? Yep. So I didn't know too much about the South African up and coming because obviously we haven't <coughs> seen them play too much, too the, too much this year. But uh, what's coming up this weekend, Tobes? Uh, so we've got the Cheetahs the ball versus the Bulls uh, in the Super Rugby Unlocked. Now, the Cheetahs had a fantastic win. Um, and to be fair, the Bulls had a, a, a win as well. But I, th- I think the Cheetahs are going to take this one away. The Bulls, um, yeah, they're just a little bit conservative my liking so I'm going to say the Cheetahs as well the Pumas or the team that I can't pronounce that this <laughs> lovely person has sent me a tweet I have read it but I've forgotten already I will get it right next week I've got to say the Pumas because I can't pronounce the other team's name <laughs> oh fantastic and then the last one Storm is Lions I think it's like the Griquas the Griquas Griquas I think that's what it is yeah. Okay. Um, Stormers v Lions. Yeah. So the Stormers are coming off a bye. Yeah. Uh, the Lions had a close loss. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Stormers pre-lockdown were looking good. Yeah, Lion. I mean, Lion surprised me with um, with a real tight result last week. I thought that the the Sharks would have beaten them by. By loads. Yeah. So I might give this one to the Lions just because, let's be honest, you didn't want a week off last week, did you? You wanted to play. No, that's right. So I don't know whether they had any injuries, but I'm going to go Lions on that one. Okay. Then we've got the Heineken Champions Cup. So this is Europeans. Yeah. Exeter v. Racing 92. Yeah. I, I would like Exeter to win. Oh, man. I mean, this could be an awesome couple of weeks for Exeter. But on the flip side of the coin, it might be an absolute shocker for them as well. Because they could lose this. They could lose this, and then, and then they, they could, could lose, lose the, the next final. One, yeah. yeah. 
So I'm going to say Exeter to win. But I think it's going to be close. Very close. Very, very, very close. Yeah. yeah. Mate, uh, then it's the big game, isn't it? It's the yeah. ABs versus the Aussies at, at Eden Park mm. in front of 40 or 50 or 60,000. Probably at the end of this weekend, we'll be locked down again with through COVID. <laughs> um, but it's going to be a hell of a game. Yep. Who are you picking? I'm picking All Blacks. Do you know what, mate? I've got to. I just hope that they pick a better team, more powerful team. Because I don't I, think I don't think actually going to Eden Park is going to scare the Aussies. No, no. Because you know, well, they'll be wanting to not only beat the All Blacks but get rid of that record. Oh, mate, yeah. You know, when I say record, I mean how long, it might be twenty six years now unbeaten at Eden at Park. Eden Park. Yeah. I could see the Aussies doing it, but I am going to back the the Kiwis because. Yeah. But like you they say, will, I think they will be really, really. On it, and the New week. Zealand media are going to be at them as well. I could 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 you see during the Saturday's game how stressed that coaching lot looked? They didn't look good. They're like they? this may be the shortest reign <laughs> <laughs> of New Zealand uh, coaching panel ever. Considering the players during lockdown basically said they didn't like yeah. or agree with all the coaching yeah. appointments. Huge. But yeah, so I'm going to go for New Zealand. But you know what? Those Aussies, good you can't side. can't count them out. Good side, no. man. They've got some power, yeah. some pace. Interesting. New Zealand need to do the homework, that's for I sure. I agree. Mate, it is time for Who Am I? Kindly donated today. This is by Razzler Dazzler. By the Razzler Dazzler. Ben Affleck has got a week off. Oh, you can just sit Don't back worry, and relax. Ben. So, um, first one up, Razzler Dazzler, mate, has even done a PowerPoint. Oh, dear Lord. With how pitches. much? How much time does he have <laughs> on his hands? <laughs> well, I know he's a busy man, but he always makes time for the Super he Rugby does, Podcast. Which is fantastic, isn't it? What a guy. So, this is the Australian oh, Super no. Rugby one. Oh, oh, God. Okay. Okay. So, first one up. Is it going to work? I don't know, but it's good to see your computer's doing a good job. There we go. Okay. Just a click of the button, eh? I represented Australia as an under-19 and under-21. A little wallaby there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I hope it don't click it next. Does it. <laughs> Number six. Uh, I made my professional rugby debut for the Brumbies where I played 117 games, scoring 1,019 points. That is a hell of a lot of points. That's a, that's a lot of games as well. Let me just go back there. Under 19, under 21, 117 games and... Oh, God. Do you know what? I think I know who it is, but I, I don't, I'm not sure. So I'm not you going to clue. lock in. Okay, carry on. Go again. Do you want to lock in? No. No. Ooh. In 2000, I made my Wallabies debut against Argentina. 
2000. It wasn't who I thought it was. I think it could be who I think it is. I think I now know who it is. Okay. Are you locking in? I'm going to lock in. Oh, so am I. All right. Are okay. you ready? Yeah. On three. Okay. Three, three two, two, one. one. Christian Leovato. You went Latham. Yeah, I went Latham. Ooh. Lilia Fano yeah. is far <laughs> too young to be in that team there in the 2000s. Far too young? Yeah. You've gone La- Who's you go? I've gone Latham. Latham. Oh, no, Larkham. No, you said Latham, I, mate. You said Latham. I meant, I meant Larkham. Okay, I'll give you that too. Yeah, sorry. Damn it, because... I mm. think Latham's the cricketer, isn't he? No, there is Latham as well. Oh. There was Latham. Oh, no, I'm dumb. You've already locked it in. I have already locked man. I'm like, <laughs> Chris, I've had a shot. <laughs> I didn't think he kicked Larkham. <laughs> don't you think he, I don't think he did the kicking. Is like Larkham's the... Um, Fly off. Yeah, okay. Well, let's have a look. <laughs> okay. Number five. That same year, I became the fastest Australian to reach 50 and then 100 points scored. I've had a shock. I mean, it's like... <laughs> 20 <laughs> years ago. You were an absolute, <laughs> you an absolute <laughs> shocker there, buddy. I think he's still this playing in Europe. <laughs> but he is 55. <laughs> okay, uh, in 2002, I was named Super Rugby Player of the Year. Yeah, okay, definitely not. <laughs> what a shocker, idiot. Uh, we're almost there. In 2006, I became the 73rd man to captain the Wallabies. Yeah, I still think you're right. Number one. Do you think I'm right? Yeah. I, I, oh. who, who else Who else could it be? I don't know. I played for the Melbourne Rebels 2010 and 2011. Nah, not, not Larkham. Let's have a look. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Who am I? I don't know. Tell us. Sterling Morglock. Damn it. Yeah, that's a great shout, isn't it? He kicked, didn't he? Did he kick? He was a kicker, yeah. He did kick. Wow. To be fair, when he said the Rebels, I did think Mortlock, but... I didn't know he played for the Rebels. I didn't know he played for the Rebels. All right, mate. Well, I've embarrassed myself there. Yeah, with, you uh, have. I, mean, I didn't Christian. do much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I was thinking uh, that as well. But anyway. Right, okay. So the next one up. Are you ready? Yes. I was born in the Republic of South Africa 1973. in 1973. How am I supposed to know who these well, people are when they're... <laughs> that old oh mate it's not that it's not that much older than me are you ready for the next one yes I played for the Canterbury Crusaders from 2000 and oh, sorry 1996 2005 86 appearances 990 points I potentially have a little Little inkling, but I need one more. You have an inkling? Yeah, I need one more. I know who this is. Oh, do you? Okay. I'm going to have to lock in early then. 
Unless you go, Daniel Carter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you going to lock in? I'm, I'm going to have to lock in. All right. Three, two, one. Andrew, Andrew Mertens. Mertens. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's Andrew Mertens. Do you? He, I know he was born in South Africa. Right. And I know that he is older than me. Yeah. And obviously he... Well, he obviously is older than you because his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I obviously know he's older than me, so therefore the two yes. linked together. But let's go on. I played for New Zealand All Blacks, 1995-2004. 70 yeah. appearances, 967 points. Absolutely. It's got to be, doesn't it? Uh, ooh, Harlequins. From, uh, Did he go to Harlequins? Yeah, he must have. 2005-2007, I played for Harlequins. Wow. 32 appearances. Scored a lot of points. A lot of points. Uh, then he went off to Toulon. Toulon, that's true. And he played Russing. I didn't know he played Russing. No. In 2008, I played for Russing, uh, 92, 29 appearances, 288 points. Still scoring points, wasn't he? Yeah. From 2010, 2013, I played for. Where is that? Brazier. Brazier's. I don't know. 19 appearances in 90, God, not a lot of appearances in three years. He well, he's old then though, eh? He was obviously on the beers. Yeah. Who am I? Definitely got to be Andrew Mertens. Does it? Yeah. Andrew Mertens, mate. Andrew Mertens. Yeah, remember when he kicked that goal and pulled you can the see finger? It. You yeah. can see it, can't you? Yeah. Great, <laughs> great moments. Right, mate, last one. Right, so so we're actually it's one apiece. We're one apiece going into the last one. This is one's from England. Who right, am I? Okay. Oh. Okay. I played for Wasps from 2006 to 2010, <coughs> making 93 appearances and scoring 688 points. That's a lot. So. You don't know who it is. You're looking at. Is it going to be a kicker? You, you're basically averaging about seven points a game. So, surely it's got to be someone that kicks. But we'll go on. Since 2008, I have made 16 appearances for England, scoring 64 points. So he's been a fringe player, really. I think I know who this is. When was he born? Doesn't say, mate. 2006, 2010. So I'm going back. You're cheating. He's cheating everyone. To be expected, really. I know someone that played for for Wasps. Let's play for England. Don't think he played that many matches. I'm just wondering. He, sh- he probably could have scored a few more points than that, but... 16 appearances and 64 points would lead me to believe he's a kicker. Okay. I'm... Do you have any idea? Not a clue. Okay, yes. That's good. I'll go for one more. I don't think it's going to help me, though. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Spin it in In the the works. works. Yeah. Wow. No, that doesn't help me. Okay, so in 2011, 2012... I moved to Melbourne to play for the new Super Rugby expansion franchise, Rugby Becoming, the first ever English international play Super Rugby. 
in 19 games and scoring 122 points. Okay. I wouldn't have a clue. I've got one. Okay. You would have a clue? Yeah. Off you go. Now, this has just come to me. I thought it was Andy Goode. Right. But Andy Goode went and played for the Lions, I believed. Okay. Locked in Danny Cipriani. He played for the Rebels in their first year. He came over. Okay. So I think... What are those dates? 2011-2012. Okay. Next up, I played the Rebels' second ever match in Super Rugby competition versus the Brumbies. Kicked a penalty to score the first ever points in the competition, adding 17 more more in the same game. Definitely Danny Cipriani. Okay. I'm, I'm going... Sharks. Sale Sharks. Didn't know he played for Sale Sharks. Returning England played 2012. 2016 played 76 games. For Sale Sharks, scoring 590 points. Wasps. Went back to Wasps. Yeah, 2016-2018. Uh, returned to Wasps. And last one, yes, it's definitely Danny Cipriani. Went off to Gloucester Rugby. So, if this is right, I win for a third week in a row. Well, that's not true. Second week in a row. Third week in a row? No. I won last week. Yes, and I won on a technicality the no week before. No way. <laughs> Danny yeah, Cipriani, nice mate. Good. Danny Cipriani. Well done. I Did you enjoy those ones? I absolutely loved them, mate. The pictures came to life. Loved it. And I, do you know what I really liked is I actually knew all three players, as in I yes. knew who they were. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Which always makes a difference. <laughs> mate. As always, I've really enjoyed doing the podcast. And I've done it, really enjoyed doing it with you. Always, mate. As always. And we're looking forward to this weekend's matches. We are. Cup of tea. You didn't get a bacon buddy that I promised. No. But maybe this weekend. Maybe this weekend. But uh, until next time, mate. Yes. As always. See you later. Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.